Okay, the podcast is recording. Uh, let me find my camera. How's everyone doing in podcast land? This is Big John on Americana, the American way. Um, you can find me on Parlor at the Real Big John. Uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about anxiety and depression uh, today. Let me get my, I got a little soft relaxation music going in the background. That was my dog yawning. Alright, got the video recording, maybe. Yes, there it goes. Alright, hey everybody, uh, Big John coming at you. Um, you may be watching this on YouTube, Rumble. Uh, and if you hear a, a horse taking a drink out of a river in the background, that was my dog getting a drink of water. She drinks rather loud, I noticed. Especially when I'm making videos and podcasts. But, uh, hey, I want to follow up on a video podcast I did, uh, I don't know, a few days ago. Uh, if you're on YouTube or Rumble, there will be links to these articles in the description. Uh, if you're watching this on my Facebook page, there will be links uh, in the comment section. Um, again, I call my podcast videos all of this uh, Americana. That's um, like American with the letter A at the end. Hyphen the American way. Um, it's on Rumble, YouTube, Anchor.fm. And other places. Uh, I'm on Parlor at the Real Big John. Um, the way we talk to and deal with our friends with anxiety and depression is important. Uh, this is something that I went through about I don't know a few years ago. It doesn't matter the time frame. Uh, but I have a friend that's going through it now. I had a severe panic disorder or severe anxiety disorder. However you want to word that. Um, and there are things to say to people with anxiety and things not to say. I found, I'm not going to read the whole article to you. But I'm just going to hit some things that... Uh, I, I liked also for people with depression and I've struggled with someone with uh, depression and anxiety but uh, more to the depression side uh, in my life uh, most of my life lifelong friend we'll say so I really got pissed off about, I don't know, a few weeks ago when I heard the way people were talking to this person, my friend. Um, and there are just things to say and things not to say. And I guess I have to understand that most people don't understand how to deal with somebody with a mental health issue. And there's also a problem where people with 
the mental health issue feel society has a stigma and we really need to get our ourselves together as a world as a as a society pardon me if my Ohio Valley accent gets in the way sometimes when I'm saying things like society <laughs> uh, but anyway let me just read a couple things here get this showboat on the road because last time I gave my opinion and I don't think that that's good so I found some stuff written by uh, mental health experts and fact fact checked something I don't like when YouTube and Rumble do or YouTube and no Facebook and oh who cares alright so this is a quick read anxiety support 101 there's a difference between normal everyday anxiety and having an anxiety disorder. If an anxious friend decides to confide in you, it's important to respond in a way that offers support and doesn't minimize their experience. As in, don't say to them, hey, everybody's got problems. Well, your, your brain isn't wired the same as that person, maybe. Maybe you solve your problems with drugs and alcohol, and the rest of us don't. We just worry more. It's hard to say. Uh, so, also this says, if you don't have an anxiety disorder, avoid offering advice without listening to your friend. So... The, if a friend of yours is having a severe panic attack or confides in you that they have severe panic attacks, saying stuff to them like, oh, you know, just put on your favorite movie you've watched a hundred times and fall asleep to it. Really? What? Where Where did you get your PhD to come up with that finite wisdom there? So anyways, reading on, show support by telling them you're there for them, asking, asking how you can help and listening to what they have to say. That was important for me. One night, um, I came home from watching the Super Bowl with somebody and this body uh, kind of got me in trouble at a job I used to have. And I got fired because of this body. <laughs> this somebody. And anyways, he wanted me to come to his house and watch the Super Bowl. Well, he is very loud at sporting events. And very hyper. To the point where I had to leave at halftime because I was getting a headache. Well... I got home, watched the end of the Super Bowl. It seemed like everything was chill. And then, uh, like, by midnight, what time does the Super Bowl end? Like, 10 o'clock? I started getting, like, little bitty anxiety symptoms around 10. By midnight, I was, like, just in full-on panic mode. But I had had enough 
consultation or counseling at that point to know there are things I can do to diffuse my anxiety. And this article will tell you that. And like I said, there's links in the description and in the comments section. But anyways, I knew that if I called a friend and asked them to come sit with me and talk with me until I fell asleep or until my panic attack went away, everything would be all right. So this friend, she was a good friend. She came, she sat, we talked, we laughed. She said, is it okay if I go now? I said, just give it a few more minutes because when she said, can I go? Um, Or is it okay if I go? I felt that anxiety creep up just a tiny bit. So she stayed a while longer. I eventually talked myself to sleep. And the next morning, all was well and good. She snuck out after I crashed on the couch. Um, But that's supporting someone with anxiety. Not saying, oh, we all have worries. Uh, You know, oh, here's a surefire solution. Uh, when you're not qualified to give a surefire solution, okay? Um, Some of this is by, this is why I want you guys to kind of hear this. While everyone experiences anxiety, people experience differing degrees of severity, says Dr. Ty Lawstutter. I think it's probably actually pronounced low stutter or something like that, but lost utter sounds funnier. Ty Lost Utter, a PhD clinical psychologist who exercises, or pardon me, specializes in anxiety and treats patients at University of Washington Medical Center uh, and Seattle Cancer Care Alliance. So everyone has different degrees of severity when it comes to anxiety. He says, quote, anxiety is normal and healthy. It keeps us safe and motivates us, Lostutter said. It only becomes a problem when someone becomes overly anxious and it interferes with daily life. So these are some of the things that you should and shouldn't say. Don't say, don't say, I know what you mean. I had a panic attack when I saw Seattle rent prices. That's sticker shock. That's not a panic attack. Okay? Instead say, I'm always here for you. This is something I've learned to say to my friend with uh, depression. This is something I kind of had to teach people to say. You know, I had to open up and confide and say, hey, uh, you're kind of on this list of people I have in my head to call and talk to if I'm having a panic attack. And the soothing thing to say, to hear was people say, sure, I'm here for you. Some of those people happen to be police officers, by the way. Um, Don't say, have you tried meditation, yoga, 
insert some other wellness trend here. That's what I'm talking about. Like, people said stuff like aromatherapy. Now, I did find out that my kind of panic, it would, it would be good to exercise. Um, once I found out my heart was healthy and stuff, uh, and I, I couldn't worry about that if I was on the treadmill, I could remind myself, hey, you're not having a heart attack <laughs> by walking on the treadmill. Uh, but off, if you're not an expert, if you haven't been to medical school or psycho psychiatrist school, whatever, if you don't have a PhD in psychology, don't offer advice. Uh, it says, instead, say, what can I do to help you? That's really awesome. Let me tell you another story about anxiety. Then I'll jump over to the depression article. Um, one night, I'm sitting at a, a fundraiser dinner. It was for somebody that was uh, somebody that had cancer. So they said, well, let's have a spaghetti dinner and raise money to help this person pay for the cancer treatment. I'm sitting across from a little old lady. God bless her. Uh, but she's kind of like the town busybody at the same time. Um, and uh, I was on a new medicine for my anxiety. And one of the side effects is it, it, it makes your uh, face get kind of flush, like pale. So... She says, well, you look kind of pale tonight. Uh, are you feeling all right? I'm like, I was feeling anxiety at the moment because I was in a crowded room. I'm listening to this person gossip about everything and anything. And it's starting to trigger my panic. So I said, uh, you know, I'm not feeling good. Maybe I got the flu. Oh, 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 God. She throws a napkin over her face. Like it's an N95 Fauci mask. Oh, God, don't breathe on me. No, dude, chill the F out. Now, she didn't know I had anxiety. Okay, I'll cut her a break there. But, my God, humanoids, don't, you don't gotta be a drama queen and king all the freaking time. Okay, know that maybe other people have problems. You know that she knew that the paramedics had been to my house twice at this point. Everyone in town knew it because it's a small town. And she knew I had an anxiety disorder. She could have just chilled the F out. Alright, I'm getting ignorant, but... You know, when you have a friend with anxiety, chill. Because you're reactions to them are going to drive their anxiety um, and just be there for them maybe they've been there for you maybe they haven't been maybe they'll be there for you in the future maybe they won't be but what does it hurt to be there for somebody else who's having a personal problem or a life problem doesn't hurt anything It'll come back to you. Trust me. Trust me. I've been through a lot. I've, I've tried to help every person I can in life. Not patting myself on the back. 
but going through what I've been going through with family illness lately and with my friend who's dealing with depression, the number of people that are saying the right things, uh, it's like tenfold what I put out. It's, it's there goes my dog lapping like a horse at the Niagara Falls. Right, she's on her way back to get another treat. I have quiet again. Uh, you know, it's come back at me a hundredfold, maybe. The number of people that say, hey, I'm praying for you and your family. The number of people have reached out to my friends and family that are experiencing... Um, problems right now it, it's been overwhelming um, I want to hit up this article because my friend is dealing with depression and I want other people around us to know how to talk to them um, this is um, a, from a website verywellmind.com but it's been medically reviewed so this is a, a factual article what to say when someone is depressed. Okay, so these two articles I'm reading for you, for you uh, and talking about are fact. This is based in research and it's been fact-checked. I don't want to use that word because it gets beat to death nowadays. It's been checked by a medical expert as being factual and backed by research, okay? <clears throat> Knowing what to say to someone who is depressed isn't always easy. Believe me, I, I had a hard time dealing with my friend. Uh, I was one of those ignorant people who said, everybody's got problems, just get over it. Okay, sorry, I interrupted myself, but while you may feel awkward and unsure at first, know whatever you say doesn't have to be profound or poetic. It should be simply, it should simply be something that comes from a place of compassion and acceptance. So be compassionate, kind, gentle, handle with kid gloves, and accept that your friends, family, whoever, are going through something that you do not understand because you've never been there. Your mind's not wired the way, the way their mind is wired, okay? Try not to dissuade by worrying over saying the wrong thing. Too many people with clinical depression feel alone a state that only worsens their condition. If you don't know what to say, just say that, just say that, and tell your friend that you're there for them. So it's kind of like if you can't think anything good, don't say anything at all. Or if you can't say anything good, don't say anything at all. Alright, so if you're not sure of what to say, just say I'm here for you. That's been like the kindest words I could say to my friend lately in the last few months, especially the last two or three weeks. Uh, but 
everything, I, I always end the conversation with, hey, I'm there for you. We'll get through this together. All right. Um, oh, there's a side note here. It says, often the simplest way to initiate conversation is to be direct. Ask your friend if they feel depressed. Now, how you say that depends. Uh, can help or hurt them, I would think. Uh, it says, goes on to say, don't accuse, threaten, blame, or make, or or make light of what your friend is feeling. Let them know you are there to talk about it. The last part of that sentence really gets me. Make, don't make light of what your friend is feeling. That could mean don't make a lighthearted joke towards them about it. That could mean don't make it seem like it's nothing. Oh, we all have problems. Oh, we all get sad. Oh, everybody's going through problems. Sure, everyone is. But maybe you're... Like I said, your mind just ain't wired the same way theirs is. And you got to understand that. Our brains work off of chemicals that most of us don't understand and uh, electric electricity. Do you know there's, there's electricity coursing through your mind right now? So if there's a chemical imbalance and it throws that electric impulse off okay I don't want to get too into this because I'm not an expert but you know the chemicals that your uh, brain releases and glands and whatever release into your brain are all different for every one of us this is some of the stuff I learned in my anxiety uh, counseling okay and Anxiety and depression are cousins, they say. But there's an inner part of your brain, or sometimes it's called your old brain, uh, different things. But it controls your fight or flight feeling. It also controls your breathing and your heart. So... When you get into that fight or flight mode, because you have 10 million things churning in the back of your mind, that part of your brain, if it's really strong, can throw you into fight or flight mode and you don't know why. But suddenly your heart's racing and you're breathing faster because your inner brain, I'm trying to say this very simply, your inner brain thinks there's a grizzly bear in the freaking room okay and I'm sure this the same type of chemical reactions the same wiring as I like to say in the brains of someone with depression it's the same but it's a cousin it's not a brother it's the first cousin to anxiety so how we talk to and treat people with anxiety and depression like my friend's depression is very key.
okay? The way you talk to somebody who's depressed is key to helping them. Don't downplay. That's my friend's biggest problem is everyone is telling her, oh, we all got worries. Oh, we all got problems. Maybe you don't have her problems or my problems or the guy down the street that you never met's problems. Okay? Maybe all your problems haven't hit you at once. You know? Maybe, you know, your brain and your chemicals in your brains and all that stuff are just a little different than hers, mine, the dog that likes to drink from the water bowl really loud while I'm making a podcast. All these things. We're all different. We're all wired, programmed, if you will, differently. So I'm going to link these articles in the comments, in the description section if you're on YouTube or Rumble, uh, and, and look at them, read them, and you can help somebody. People helped me tremendously when I was going through my anxiety, and some people made it worse at times but some people made it better just by saying I'm here for you if you need something reach out and call me but the biggest thing I did that helped myself was I went and sought help so if you're dealing with anxiety depression uh, both if you're up one, if you're happy, slap happy, pappy one minute and super duper depressed the next and you know it's not normal and you feel it's interfering with your life, treating your mental health is the same, the same as treating your physical health. Go to a qualified counselor, qualified certified counselor, okay? Go to a doctor, a PhD, okay? There ain't no shame in this game. There ain't nothing to be embarrassed about, you know? uh, I always like to say everybody is somebody else's weirdo. You're afraid people are going to think you're weird because you you say, man, I I panic, I get scared, and I don't know why. You think people are going to think that you're weird because you feel depressed to the point it interferes with your day-to-day life? Well, guess what? That other person that thinks that way, they're just as weird as me and you. They're, They're just as weird as you are. They're just as weird as you think you are. And to be frank, some of the people that judge and look down at other people are the biggest weirdos. But we don't want to accuse, we don't want to point fingers. Weirdos need our help too. Um, but yeah, man, don't don't let fear of uh, other people judging you. If, you. if you were feeling chest pains right now, you'd run to the doctor. So if you're feeling depression, anxiety, 
go get on Google. All right, don't look don't look up pictures of uh, Sunny from the WWF. She's a haggard old alcoholic now, but she needs our prayers and our help. That was me. Me and my friends had a little joke going around that Sunny was our uh, crush back in 1995, and now she's on her 11th DUI arrest. But before I get off track, <clears throat> reach out for help. Look, get off Google. Get on Google. Pardon me. Get on Google. Get off the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. Whatever else you look at on your phone. And get in there and find um, an 800 number or a website. There are websites where you can sit there and have a live consultation with a psychiatrist. And never leave your living room and nobody will know. Okay? Hey, God bless y'all. Remember to pray for each other. Um, And please... Learn how to talk to your friends with depression and anxiety. And if you think you see them going through a mental health crisis or problem of some kind, just say, hey, if you feel something funny, I'm here for you. That's all you've got to say. And if you are that person that's feeling off-kilter mentally, treat your mental health the same way you would treat your physical health. Find a doctor, get online, there are 800 numbers you can call, there are websites you can go to and get a consultation or just somebody to talk to right now. Alright, that's it. God bless. Pray for one another. See y'all next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, baby Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen.